This is the Holistic Heart Podcast, the place for all things therapy and mental health. We know navigating the human experience can be as challenging as it is beautiful. So we wanted to create a space where we can dive deep into self-exploration, normalize the struggle, and hold space for hard topics and conversations. We are so excited to have you join us on this journey. Hello, it's Sammy, and I'm here with Kristen. Hello. Welcome to the Holistic Heart Podcast. Um, This week, we are going to explore the expansion of our understanding of authenticity. Just, you know, a really simple topic. Yeah, no big deal. (laughs) NBD. Um, But uh, when we were talking about kind of what we wanted, actually, we spoke about this a few weeks ago, and we just decided to talk about the self-discovery and what the fuck self-discovery is first, because it's really a big part of authenticity, of course, understanding ourselves and our core experiences. And authenticity is almost sort of, at least in the context of how we'll be talking about it today, how we present in different scenarios. Anything else to add around that? Yeah, no, I think I think you've got it exactly what we were thinking. And the idea of like, you sort of have, have to have some level of that self-discovery, self-awareness piece in order to understand authenticity, like authenticity being somewhat like alignment with Mm -hmm. the sense of self. Right. And so having that sense of self in some aspects and like also knowing that that doesn't need to be a perfect sense of self and that's part of authenticity, right? Like Mm -hmm. not that perfection is not the goal, but I think that prerequisite of having some sense of self, some understanding of self and practice with continuing to engage that understanding is like sort of why we thought, oh, let's start with that because it's it's really something that authenticity and embodying authenticity is sort of related to and independent on in some ways. Yeah, absolutely. When I heard you say alignment, and I think like being aligned and embodying authenticity are things that go hand in hand and are necessary to support one another and becoming aware of what you're aligned with. I also think like presenting authentically in different scenarios can look different and not can absolutely will. And inevitably um, we're all going to present differently in different scenarios. And that that doesn't have to mean that you're not being authentic because you're presenting differently. Mm -hmm. And I hear the term authenticity being discussed a lot on social media and on social media, but also specifically in relation to social media and how there's like social media is quote unquote fake, Mm -hmm. which I'm not agreeing or disagreeing with. I think certainly there's a lot of that kind of um, an air of that energy that is alive through social media. But part of it too, is that like, how are we supposed to present all of ourselves all the time? Right. And that there can be this filter through which we're experiencing things where is like there's this expectation, let's say in the um, example of social media that, oh, people are fake because it's only a highlight reel or they're only talking about these specific things. Mm-hmm. So they're not being quote unquote authentic. Mm-hmm. And I look at that like, how are we supposed to be presenting? Right. Yeah. Like, what does that mean then? What is like, what is the ideal that we're looking for and falling short of? 
Mm-hmm. And to me, it like puts under a microscope. There's like these constant expectations being thrown our way. Oh, you should like, don't share all of these personal things. But then, you know, when we're not doing that, it's like, oh, you're not being authentic because it's only a highlight reel kind of thing. And to me, it's like within each dynamic, let's say in an in-person dynamic with someone, it's likely that you're not sharing every single thing, right? I'm not sitting down telling you what I had for breakfast or, you know what I mean? Like, obviously these are the minute details, but it's understanding that in order to be authentic, you don't, it's not something where you have to be presenting every single part of you all of the time. I think that's so valuable to like pull out. And I think social media is a sort of like a helpful way to view it, at least initially in this conversation, because I think social media is this microcosm of what happens culturally on a larger scale, which is that we ask people to be reductionistic and to simplify themselves and to be one thing and to be like clear. Um, And, you know, if you're on social media, if you have any kind of like business on social media, then you know that there's so much emphasis on like niching down and specializing Mm. and like, Mm -hmm. you know, making it like one clear thing and what is your bio and all this stupid shit, right? Like, it's like, like capture your essence and, you know, one sentence and like it's but be authentic <laughs> but be authentic absolutely and it's like so this this um sort of in my experience that's something that I've really struggled with not just on social media but in general is this sort of uh compulsion it feels like to me toward um like ref- uh refusing complexity like resisting mm-hmm. complexity and wanting things to be palatable and clear in a world where that is not the objective reality, right? Like humans are not one thing. We are not uh, a snippet, like, and a snippet sort of like a hologram, right? Like can be reflective of the whole, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't mean that it embodies the whole or that we have to, you know, express our whole identity in one clear communicative sentence or, or mm-hmm. one um, specific aspect. So it's like, you know, this emphasis of like choosing an aspect of yourself and really highlighting that. And I think that there's value to that in the sense of clarity and people getting a sense of who you are and what's important to you. And then at the same time, leaving space for we're all much more than what we present in any one given moment. And so someone who loves you know, say a certain kind of music, um, might not be listening to that music while you're with them and might not have any need to mention that particular aspect of themselves, but it doesn't make it any less them and it doesn't make them any less themselves in your presence, right? Mm -hmm. And I think when I think of authenticity, and this might be an interesting direction Mm -hmm. to explore, I think as you were talking, Sammy, and with your like body movements, and I know you all can't (laughs) see it, but I can uh, see Sammy is very expressive always. And it made me just think that authenticity is really an energy. It's not the specifics of what you're bringing. It's the overall essence. So I'm using that example of like a certain kind of music and maybe it's not explicitly named, but maybe it's represented in my aesthetic. Maybe Mm -hmm. it's represented in the tone of the way, or it represents something about my worldview and that worldview is represented in our conversation. Right. And so there are these ways that the things about us show up that are not always explicit. And I think that's the other sort of challenge with people thinking, um, 
authenticity is all of yourself all of the time is that it's it can be very subtle and implicit and not everything explicit all the time. So that's just a thought I was having as you were talking. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and what I'm hearing in this, it's actually, it was making me think of a personal story, specifically around music when you were saying that. When I was younger, it was like, I don't know, I was very into uh, alternative rock, like emo kind of music, right? And so loved it, still totally do. Love the throwbacks. And I remember it was, I think in college, like that was what I normally listened to was that still. Right. And then it was like, someone shared something about country music and like, Oh, I, I enjoy that. And another person that was like, well, you can't be an authentic alternative rocker if you also like country. And I just remember being like, what the fuck? And it's like, oh, you're not real. And, and so that is making me think of the social media thing too, where a lot of times when we're talking about authentic, we're talking like, I'm not saying that this is true, but we're looking at this like real versus fake. Oh, you have to be all in here or you're fake, or you have to only be here or it's fake or real. And using this very binary way of looking at this, it's almost like when we have to like authenticate something. Mm-hmm. And that means something different than when we're talking about the way that we present our energy. And I love that you talked about like the energy of authenticity because it makes me think of the alignment, like being aligned with yourself. So if that means that you like emo music and alternative rock and country and classical, like, yes, that's you. You can like all of those things. And that doesn't mean that you're not a real authentic rock or a real country music star. You know what I mean? And it's, it can be so divisive. And like you were saying, reductionistic to say um, that we have to limit ourselves to those certain, um, let's say in this case, interests. But I also think when it comes to presenting in different roles in our life, and how we, let's say, are under these like societal constructs kind of that we can only authentically um, present so much of ourselves. Mm-hmm. And that, that there can then feel like, like that is so, um, I experience a lot of cognitive dissonance around that. Because mm-hmm. it's like, wait, I can be authentic, but don't really present as you. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I'm sorry, authentic. what? <laughs> how does that go? Yeah, because I I think too, as you were like saying that just now, I'm thinking about one with social media and, and also then bringing it over to the relationships in our lives as you're talking about. It's like on social media, I think we have the construct of like marketing meets social emotional experiences, right? Like, so the marketing dynamic of like have a clear message, represent one thing, you know, like that it's, and I think we see that um, challenge because a lot of people have personal brands. So where they are the brand. And so it's like present authentically, but be clear, but be one thing so that people know what you're known for, but also be yourself. And so there's all this conflicting Mm. messaging. And I think because those experiences like social media is such a part of our culture at this time, it sort of spills over into life outside of that. And like what you're talking about with relationships. So it's like, okay, am I also supposed to be, you know, just one way in different experiences that I'm having or because things are seen online as if I'm being this way, it's inauthentic. If I do that in real life, is that inauthentic? 
right? And like, so like taking right. sort of different containers and cross contaminating them for yeah. a better word of like, <laughs> oh, like this is, this applies here. And so does it also apply here? And I think part of what you're sharing, Sammy, makes me think of um, like the concept of privacy and the important mm. nuance between authenticity and privacy, because I think mm. sometimes people misunderstand being authentic with being fully transparent Yes, feeling like if I don't, so, you know, like the accusation of the highlight reel, which is absolutely true. And like, you need to mm -hmm. you know, consider that for your own mental health around looking at like thinking, you know, oh, this must be everyone's full life. It's absolutely not. But I think that's the challenge is actually that we're telling ourselves that this is representative of something that it's not and not mm -hmm. that it isn't representative, but that we're telling ourselves that it is. And so this idea of transparency, of feeling like, I need to bring everything about. So if I hold something back, if, if something feels private to me, mm -hmm. does that mean that I'm being inauthentic? I've certainly had conversations with people where that was the concern, where they're like, am I, I'm not telling this person about this because it doesn't feel safe for me to, I don't know them well enough. I don't trust them yet. I mean, absolutely. You should use discernment, exercise yes. discernment in what you're sharing and with whom. And some people are not a safe space for whatever reason, like they're not mm -hmm. able to hold space in an effective way, whatever the case may be for you to share certain aspects of yourself. So knowing what aspects of you are safe in what situations, what aspects of you feel good to pull forward and what others might need, parts of you might need rest at a certain time that they're not available to be at the forefront, that all of those things are not being inauthentic, that that's part of honoring your nature as a human, as a, yes. as like a, just a living being and like not misunderstanding that to be like misrepresenting yourself in some way, which yeah. I think can be an accusation that comes out. Yes. Well, and I think what you just really exemplified so beautifully is like the thought of stepping into your authentic power and really like practicing that authenticity can be terrifying because it's this like enormous potential to be really vulnerable and open, especially if there's this expectation or if you're, if you're placing this expectation on yourself or feeling that expectation being placed on you of like, you have to present your full self or you're not being authentic or you're being quote unquote fake. And I think what you just said, um, was so eloquent about utilizing privacy and giving yourself permission to lean into that mm -hmm. and to say like being authentic doesn't have to mean like bearing it all. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In fact, I think in the energy span of things like that is like you're being authentic to yourself. That's the thing. Be mm -hmm. Authenticity comes from that self-discovery piece and being authentic to yourself, not in accordance to what someone else thinks is being authentic. Mm -hmm. That's what struck me about your story about um, like someone saying that to you about music is like, Oh, okay. So you define my authenticity like that. That feels like the most contradictory statement. <laughs> like, yeah. like originating from me, right? Like a coming, like my truth about myself. And so how can someone else, determine that for you mm -hmm. and so also holding that awareness and that knowledge that authenticity is what it is to you and your yes. it's like a reflection of your direct experience mm -hmm. I also am thinking about because you mentioned vulnerability and I actually was um 
listening to some Brene Brown stuff this morning for school because that was the topic is vulnerability. And I know if you're familiar with Brene Brown's work, then uh, you know she does a lot on vulnerability. Vulnerability rock star. And I think that paradoxically, the way that it's relevant to our conversation is that when we, so what Brene Brown teaches is that vulnerability is sort of a prerequisite to belonging and connection, right? Like that when we allow ourselves to be seen, that's the only time that we can really connect and feel that connection because we know that they're connecting with the real us, right? Like if we're presenting a persona of some kind, if we're holding back and trying to not be vulnerable, then we're creating a little bit of a a guard right in front of ourselves. And we don't have that same depth of connection that feels like Mm -hmm. a genuine sense of belonging. Right. But I think paradoxically what she describes is that being authentic, being comfortable with yourself Mm -hmm. is how we belong. It's because that's the only way that we can be, safe in vulnerability, right? Like is yes. to know that we're safe with ourselves. And, and that's the prereq there is like, so in order to be vulnerable, we have to know that it's like, we have to have a sense of self and who we are, that it's okay to be that person yes. and feel willing to connect on that level. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, and connect with others and also connect with yourself mm-hmm. around that. It's so, that like hit me when you just said that. I was like, oh, I don't know what sound came out of my mouth when you said that, but I was just like, oh, yes. But way to be I in felt that deeply. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Transparent there. Um, but, but truly like showing up for yourself in that way. And it's hard. Absolutely, it's hard. And vulnerability is a challenge because we're not in control, right? And so I think sort of like, what it feels like contextually is I think it can seem like it might be contradictory, right? That like vulnerability and authenticity maybe don't go together, but Mm. I think because the ways that we're talking about it, it Mm. becomes clear how it really does. And the way I mean, like it might seem like it doesn't go together is because when you're being authentic to yourself, you might choose to be vulnerable. You may choose not to be vulnerable. And that is an authentic expression, right? In this setting, in this instance, I've created trust with this person and I feel safe being vulnerable and I allow genuine connection and that feels authentic. And then knowing also that in another circumstance, not being, choosing not to be vulnerable, assessing, checking in with your internal filter, seeing that you don't feel like you have created enough emotional safety or trust or rapport with this person to put yourself fully out there in a vulnerable way can also be an authentic choice. And I think, Mm -hmm. so it it has different faces and it shows up different ways, but Mm -hmm. knowing that they go together in the sense of that's an authentic expression, checking in with yourself around it. How do I want to show up? And then that privacy and transparency piece comes in again. Yeah, absolutely. And I think too, like we talked about in the episode about self-discovery, that this is all a part of your own self-evolution. And so things that maybe have felt authentic to you mm-hmm. in the past, and, and if they're not feeling, this is where that alignment piece comes in, check and, and you keep saying, I hear, I hear you say, check in, check in, notice. So that consistent checking in with yourself is how we determine if we're aligned with something. And 
truly like that, I like to call it minute to minute authenticity of like really stepping into that for yourself is, okay, just because this felt like an authentic response to me last week, it may not to me right now. And that doesn't mean I was being inauthentic then or that I'm being inauthentic now. Mm-hmm. And that's something I hear a lot of times um, from people. I've certainly heard it from myself too, as feedback from other people. Like, well, you're being inauthentic because that's not what you said before, or that's not how you felt two years ago kind of thing. And it's like, that's, that is extremely reductionistic, right? And we're like mm-hmm. jumping and allowing yourself to say, again, when we're looking at this internal experience, checking in, well, what is coming up for you around that? What does this mean? We can gain insight from this, but what kind of insight can we gain around how this pertains to our own self-evolution and self-discovery? I love that you just brought that up. And I actually have a quote um, in my journal and I don't have my journal with Mm. me, so I can't like do it exactly, but I'm going to try. I'm going to muck it up. So don't hold me to it word for word, but I hold on to it because it's so meaningful to me. And in a throwback to our episode with Alex. I'm a Gemini, so I've got the dual duality <laughs> happening. And then I'm also Libra sun and uh, Libra moon and rising. So then the balancing of the duality, right? And so I'm just so inspired by this quote. I think it's Walt Whitman that actually said it. And it was, um, I contradicted myself, question mark. So be it then I contradicted myself. I um, am vast. I contain multitudes, right? And so this idea of like just embracing, and I totally like, you know, didn't get it word for word, but that idea of like, I contain multitudes, like, mm-hmm. yes, like these things that like this, uh, emphasis on congruence all the time. Like we, we do have polarity within us. We do have, um, dimensionality. It's what makes us, uh, dynamic and what's made, it's what mm-hmm. makes us, that's like, if it's so funny because yes. we're authentic as real, it's like, that's what makes us real is that we contain multitudes is that we have we might express one end of a pole one day and another end another day and that they're both really true um deep aspects of ourselves that have different um ranges of expression and different times where they come forward and so this permission to be more than one thing yes well and that really comes up when we're talking about the way that we present in different roles and relationships in our life too and that I know for myself and um I will let Kristen speak for herself though I have a little bit of insight around this because we've talked about this endlessly that like as a therapist, that's a, that could be a tricky thing to navigate sometimes. Right. And so that recognition that you can step into and really present authentically. And it doesn't mean that you're maybe fully presenting in one capacity or another. And that, that doesn't mean that you're being inauthentic, right. Mm-hmm. That there's different times where it, in this case, it's appropriate and not appropriate perhaps to present in certain ways, but that it doesn't mean that you're not being yourself, that you don't have to leave certain parts of yourself behind. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that becomes again with the explicit implicit, right? Is like as a therapist, I might not, if someone's talking to me about their conflict with their mother, say for example, I might not share the argument I had with my mother over the weekend in that like conversation, (laughs) but Mm -hmm. I have that experience. And if I am embodying the energy of my own holding of what that could be like, and I'm really present Mm -hmm. to this other individual's experience, it's part of my energy and my presence in the dynamic between us without me having to make it explicitly spoken and named Mm -hmm. in a way that 
isn't called for in that particular setting, right? Or right. even if it were a friend and not a client, if I didn't feel like talking yeah. about that specific, right? Like exactly. you don't that feeling like, oh, I have to, or I'm being inauthentic is not true. You can yes. hold the essence of your experience. And as long as that's present, which if you're present, it will be present. Mm-hmm. Right? And I think another word we can use, maybe not exactly the same as authenticity, but is genuineness, right? Like feeling Mm -hmm. genuine, like I'm showing up in a genuine sense that's true to me. And you can feel that when we're interacting. Yes. So much. Yes. I love that you brought up genuineness because I think that is a, like you said, it's, there's a lot of overlap. Perhaps it's not exactly the same, but if you're having, if listening to this, if you're having a hard time hearing that word authentic, I actually think that authenticity can be a pretty triggering concept, mm-hmm. allowing yourself to just lean into like, okay, what does genuineness mean? How does that present for me? If that feels a little bit more comfortable for you, because it, I feel myself sometimes being triggered by that, like authenticity, like, oh, it's a lot of pressure maybe. And allowing yourself to just shift into that. Oh, okay. Here's a little bit of a reframe, but so many of those similarities that exist between the two. Um, and it's just like allowing yourself to meet yourself where you are consistently throughout this journey, whether it be your journey with authenticity, genuineness, your self-discovery journey, meeting yourself where you are. That's a part of understanding your evolution is that you're going to be like, wherever you're meeting yourself, it's going to be different than it was two minutes ago, mm-hmm. three minutes ago, five days ago, six years ago. Yeah. And I think that idea of like authenticity being triggering or feeling triggering sometimes I think is related to the idea that we've created this narrative. Mm-hmm. We, I say like, like we collectively as a culture. That's why we're having this. <laughs> we're just debriefing. Uh, but we, we collectively as like a, a culture have created a right or wrong around yes. authenticity. So the, I think the trigger is, am I doing it wrong? And I think that it's so sort of comical in an ironic way, because it's like authenticity is like the thing that you can't do wrong, right? Like it's like being you is you, mm-hmm. that's it. Like you, like you can't get it wrong. And the, the only thing you could potentially do is maybe have some unconscious aspects of it that mm-hmm. deepening your self-discovery work or, you know, reflective conversations with trusted friends can help you identify and look at, maybe explore, mm-hmm. but there's no wrong way to be you. And so there's no right. wrong way to be authentic. And I think when yes. we're saying inauthentic, what we're really meaning is maybe like dishonest, Yes. Which is different, right? Like, it's like, I can lie that like, but maybe lying is part of my authentic expression. Right. Like, how, who are you as a human? If that's a pattern of behavior for you, is that part of your essence? It's like, you have that trickster energy in you and you get this little sneaky aspect. You know, not everything has to be good or bad or right or wrong. Yes. And I think that same dual reductionism that shows up all over our culture happens there as well. And it has yeah. us ourselves. Like we need to fit something that humans yeah. don't inherently fit. And then right. we always end up feeling like we're not enough or we're not doing enough. Yeah. It's that ex- it, trying as an abstract creature, mm-hmm. as an abstract being, um, trying to exist within this um, binary construct 
all over the place, which is exactly what you're just saying that like good and bad, right. And wrong. And that we're absolutely not saying that there are like, sure. There's a difference between being truthful and dishonest. However, allowing yourself, like you were saying, like that doesn't necessarily mean that you're being inauthentic with yourself. And if you hear that and if you are resonating with that and you're feeling that like, Ooh, I don't know if I like how that's feeling. Mm -hmm. That can be that. Like, am I feeling misaligned? Is this no longer feeling like it's serving me right now? And that's like a whole other podcast, but it's just like allowing yourself to lean into that. And that, again, it doesn't mean that it's an inauthentic to what's coming up to you. You're being present to what's coming up to you. And you can make that choice if it's like, this no longer feels aligned or maybe it never did or whatever the case may be. This is now giving you that self-awareness, that self-discovery to make a shift if that's what you're looking to do or not. And just be aware of it. And like, yep, that's me. Mm-hmm. I'm owning it. <laughs> yeah. And owning it, I think is a big part of it. It's just like, mm-hmm. that's the authenticity, right? Is stepping into, this is me and I'm always changing. It's, it's not a static construct, right? Like this is yeah. me is an always evolving construct and like leave it to Sammy to bring us back into the body at the, as we full circle here, <laughs> like the felt sense of like, you feeling that because I, I heard you say the invitation as like a, mm, like if you feel like a, mm, yeah. like, like, it says, like a felt sensation <laughs> in the body. And yes. that checking in and that connection to self. So I, uh, I've i gotten so much out of like just talking through this. I feel like this is a topic that is incredibly misunderstood. And I think unfortunately mm. so, because yeah. there's so much value to our, our essence, to what we bring. Mm. Um, and so I think it's meaningful to sort of dive in and, and explore this. And I hope that it has been meaningful for everyone listening. Yeah. Yeah. It's certainly been meaningful for me too. I, I feel like it's just like the more that we've gone along with this conversation, it's like, yes, yeah. yes, absolutely. <laughs> and I, I love how these conversations just naturally evolve. And and for those of you listening, I, I would just offer you the invitation to yourself to just like lean into your essence mm-hmm. and honor the evolution of your essence. I love that. Yes. Thank you, Sammy, for another wonderful conversation. And thank you all for listening. And we'll look forward to talking again in a couple weeks. Have a great day. Bye.